May the words of my mouth and the meditation of mine heart be acceptable in Yehovah's sight. He is our strength and our redeemer, and it is in his name, which is his, his authority, that we pray, praise, proclaim, project, and protect today's message. Amen. Hola, mi nombre es Kofi. ¿Cómo está? Bonjour, se me Kofi. ¿Se va? Ni hao. Namaste. Osaya Enekitawaya, Ohio. I see you. Habarigani. Jambo, mi bini Kofi. Nina Fraku Katana Nuewe. Akuaba. Madaase. Etese. Chao. Wagwan. Aloha. Manut. Boker Tov. Boker Tav. Bakar Tav. Barakalat Sham Yahava Sham. Shalom, Allah, Shalom, Yehava. Kwam, Yehazrael, Tida, Ahe, At, Adhe, At, Zayan. At, Nai, Kofi, Kohelet, At, Servants of Christ, Mashalom, Chi. Hello, everybody. I am Pastor Kofi, Pastor Servants of Christ, where we are always changing lives one mind at a time, but being the voice of the voices and speaking the unspoken. Thank you for joining us on this rising. We appreciate you. Come on in. Um, giving everybody a chance to come on, trying to see if we can share this on Facebook. It's giving us a little issue. With that, but that's all right. We're going to get started. Um, we thank everybody for coming on. Uh, also, too, real quick. I know it's reversed on here. Let me reverse it so you can see. I've got the, uh, I've got um, some gear from uh, Brother Jermaine. If you'd like to support, we try to support uh, people in our diaspora and businesses that people have going on. So, um, prayerfully, you guys can check this out. I'm actually going to load up a video sometime today, prayerfully, uh, from our brother, Brother Charles, as well, for some of his products as far as food, services, and stuff that he provides. Uh, but those who'd like to have some of the gear, he this is just one that I like to wear a lot. You have much different types of gear, many different sizes. Brother Jermaine has stuff for the for um, no matter um, if you're male, female, adult, child, um, different color patterns, different things like that. This is one of the shirts that he has for SOC University, also university that we have this on Patreon now, that we do our main classes on Tuesday and Friday for, and try to, if we can, give, uh, give some extra uh, bonus uh, classes on Mondays and uh, Friday, if you're part of that. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? If you're on that tier um, in Patreon, if you're on Patreon in general, you get other things that people don't get access to as much, um, including even today, the recording of uh, today's message and stuff for uh, Early Rise of Bible Study Session, things of that nature. Uh, we have that stuff for you on there as well. We also had the stuff from last week with um, Apostle Yomi. Apostle Yomi has invited us again and um, prayed about it. We're going to go ahead and join him again this week. On Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesdays is normally my day off, um, so I will only be on on Wednesday for his uh, for what he's doing. Like, what are we talk? I forget the topic off the top of my head, but we'll be on Wednesday and Thursday um, with him. So Wednesday, even though it's normally my day off, if you want to join us on Wednesday, I think I'm going to be getting on it. I think it's 9 a.m. Eastern New York time. We'll be joining him live, and I'm not sure what time I'll start speaking. And then on Thursday, we'll be on again. We'll be on right after the live session ends. So about uh, 11.30 a.m. Eastern New York time or so on Thursday. So on Wednesday, uh, about 9 a.m. Eastern New York time, we'll be on Apostle Yomi's platform on uh 
on uh, TikTok and on Thursday we'll be on Apostle Yomi's platform at 11.30 a.m. Eastern New York time on TikTok on this channel if you're on with us or on Kofi underscore 43 if you're not with us on TikTok at this moment. And so uh, feel free to come out and support and get a little extra word. We'll make sure that we put that up the same way we did last time and record that as well. Um, and thank you all for being on. Really appreciate you. Remember, this is the first day of our intermittent fasting. First time we're doing it this year. Last time we did it, we did it from what the 25th through the 1st or through the third yeah through the 31st and um and now we're this is the first one for this year we'll do our praise and worship where we'll have our prayer requests uh, made known together and we'll do that on um friday evening so when you come on on friday evening on kofi underscore 42 for the evening session it's just going to be music playing put your prayer request in and we'll make sure that we touch and agree um in prayer also this thursday coming up this thursday rising the live session this thursday we will be doing um we'll be doing um q a and uh, when we answer the so we'll be answering stuff in the chat and over the phone when we get to when it's time for us to take our phone calls uh please man please sir just be ready for um when it's time for us to take the phone calls that day just be ready to um what's the word i'm looking for Oh, well, just be, we'll start off with the phone calls with the, or, um, we'll have my wife call in and we'll start off with some of the questions that we didn't get to last night on the special session. Um, we kind of started talking about a lot of different things regarding marriage and relationships and stuff like that. So we didn't get to a couple of them. So we'll start there. And then from there, you know, feel free to call in. Then we'll call the quits at the latest. Um, we'll be finished with the feed at about 1130 AM Eastern New York time. So we can get ready to jump over to Apostle Yomi's, uh, platform and join in there okay and um, also too we still have a few more days left so if you'd like to be able to help the family that's in need we're still um trying to make sure that we raise enough donation you know to cover what they need but hopefully by the i think it's by thursday really so by wednesday if we can but by thursday um, we want to be able to send something to them um, before we even get on the live session so that whatever you know they can give before people come looking for that bill or whatever they can go ahead and have that to give so if you can give we greatly appreciate it in advance. We thank you in advance. We appreciate you once again. If you'd like to support Brother Jermaine, you can reach him at jermaineinsurance at gmail.com, J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E, insurance at gmail.com as we support one another. Also, keep a lookout. We'll have um, our brother Charles, uh, brother uh, Charlie uh, from Chi-Town area who has food product that he sends to you if you'd like to be able to uh, get that. It's very excellent stuff. Um, and um, we'll be putting up a video on our platforms later on sharing the video that you guys can see his product for yourself and um we're thankful and grateful for what he's continuing to do in the kingdom and um and yeah i think that's it <laughs> thank you for helping the families out if you want more information on things that we do whether you're um, on the podcast whether you're on coming over from facebook whether you're coming on youtube uh tiktok whatever the case might be just look for our link tree if you're on tiktok you can look in the main uh, on the main page on TikTok, click on the link tree and you should be able to get all the information that you need. Amen. Alrighty. So we're going to get ready to go to Romans. We're going to go to Romans chapter 11. If you have your Bible, if you have your device, um, whatever you're using, um, just go to Romans chapter 11. We're going to read verses one through eight. Once you have it, say amen. Say, I got it. Say, I'm with you. If you need time, just say, hold up or, or whatever the case might be. But we'll wait, we'll wait for you. Once you have it, say amen. Say, I got it. Say, I'm with you. We'll get ready to do our Bible pledge. And we're continuing our series, Expect the Blessing. We're going to Romans chapter 11. 
And uh, we're going to read, uh, we're going to start at verse 1. Give me one second, y'all, sorry. We're going to speak to something today, amen, and uh, get a little deeper. We've been doing this series now since January 1st, so um, if there's certain questions or certain things that you don't catch on with, uh, just hang in there a little bit. We have this series recorded, by the way, so you can always look at it in other platforms, but um, just realize it is a series, so we'll, we will try our best to answer as many questions as we can as we go, um, but just realize that as as a series, therefore, there is some stuff that maybe it might sound foreign to you at first, and that's okay if it does, right? But our main thing is to make sure that we are recognizing what the Most High is doing through His Word, and we've been talking quite a bit. How you doing? How's, how's everybody doing? Let's go ahead and say hello to everybody as we get ready to start. Uh, once again, uh, um, um Hello, everybody. Hopefully, you're doing well. Thank you for everybody coming over from Early Rise of Bible Study session as well. How you doing, Cultural Prospects? Sister Deborah, Sister, Sister Renee, Minister Shante, uh, Sister Iska. Let's see, let's see. Um, so if Tone is still on, Tonette or Tone Tony, uh, how you doing? Um, Noel, Tiwanda, Keith, uh, Thoughts with SJ, uh, Shimuel. T um, if I miss your name on any of these platforms, by the way, charge it to my head, not to my heart. We appreciate your presence um, as you are all coming on today. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for being on with us. Let's see, Carnell, Sister Monica. Sorry, it's making me scroll up and down. I'm missing names. I'm trying to say hello to everybody. Hey, doing Joy Boy, Chantel, Sister Nadine, Sister Beverly, Bradley, Pearl, um, everybody live there, everybody. Hopefully you're doing well. Thank you so much for being on with us. We appreciate you. Brother Jermaine. Once again, check out Brother Jermaine's product when you get a chance. JermaineInsurance at gmail.com. How you doing, Big Brother Thomas? How you doing, Apostle Yomi? Look forward to seeing you on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, and we're still going to try and figure out how to get you on this platform at some point down the road. Uh, we'll work it out. How you doing, Slater, Aaron, uh, Brother Alex, Gus, everybody live, daughter, everybody. And hopefully you're doing well. This is going to be our first day of intermittent fasting together. How you doing, Jelia? All righty, everybody who's on, appreciate you. Thank you for spending some time with us on today. We're going to Romans chapter 11. We're going to start at verse 1. Once you have it, say amen. Say, I got it. Say, I'm with you. Hmm. All righty. Okay. All righty. Sorry, you guys. I'm trying to. See if we can at least get the message up on Facebook. We're having issues with Facebook. Hopefully people will see um, and be able to come over. Alrighty. So we're going to Romans chapter chapter 11, verse 1. All right. And we're going to ver read verses 1 through 8. Um, if you can, put your right hand in the air. If you can put your device in the air. If you can put your Bible in the air, just repeat after me. This is my Bible. This is my sword. And this will I trust for Yahashua as Lord. No sword of God 
shall ever be heard, for this is my Bible, and this is Yah's word. Asham Yechava, Aman, Amen. Alrighty, in Yechava's name, Amen. We're going to read uh, Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 8. It reads as follows, it says, Say then, hath Elohim cast away his people, as he cast away his nation? Elohim forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. Elohim hath not cast away his people, his nation, which he foreknew. Remember that word foreknew? It means forecasted, right? He, he prognosticated. He told us it was coming, told us what was coming. So Elohim hath not cast away his nation, which he foreknew. Uh, what ye what ye not? What the scripture saith of Elias, of Elijah, how he maketh intercession to Elohim against Yahasvel, saying, Lord, they have killed thy prophets and digged down thine altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. But what saith the answer of Elohim unto him? I have reserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal or of Baal. Even so, then at this present time, also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. Mm. And if by grace, then is, no, it, then is it no more of works, otherwise grace Kadas, who the Most High is, otherwise who the Most High is, is no more who he is. But if it be of works, then is it no more who the Most High is, grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. What then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh, which uh she seeketh for, or he seeketh for, but the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded. According as it is written, Elohim hath given them the spirit of slumber, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear unto this day, unto that particular day that this is written. We have just read Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 8. May Yahweh have a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and especially the doers of his most holy word. You may be seated or go back to what you were doing if you were reverence the word with us in the presence of Yahweh. Today we're going to ask a question and we're going to seek an answer. And it shall be given unto us. In this series called Expect the Blessing, we've been using the Roman road. Today we're starting off with who, we have a question. Who is the remnant? How you doing, Sister Sheila? Who is the remnant? Mm. Because we say this all the time and there's truth. There's a remnant. There's a remnant out there, only a remnant. But watch this, who is the remnant? And is Israel the remnant? Mm. See, who is the remnant? Now, we have to bring another chapter into, into this because we can't just use, you know, parts that we like of the word, right? That's what we end up doing a lot. So we can't just use the part of the word that we like, right? Uh, we have to use the whole scroll. We have to eat the whole scroll. We have to be fully in context. How you doing, Apple user? Um, and how you doing, Shemuel, right? So who is the remnant? In our mind, this is what we do. We go the remnant as those that are left, 
But I'm going to ask a question. This is not, once again, it's going to mess. We should be challenged with questions. I don't mind doing questions. That's why on Thursday, we're going to open up for Q&A again. Every 10 days or so, we try to do Q&A. So let me go ahead and ask a question to you, right? Um, have you had it? I just want to, I just want to present something to you. In your mind, are you, are you going that Israel is the remnant because scripture says so? Or are we just saying Israel is the remnant because we think we're what's left over? Right. Right. Are we are just, just just a quick question again. Are we saying that we are the remnant because scripture says we are the remnant? Or are we saying we are the remnant because now that we're coming back into knowledge and remembrance? Are we saying because the scrolls say so? OK, so scripture says that we're the remnant. Right. Right. So we're going to do this. And my 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 uh, my signal is not doing that well. So. You guys are going to have to bear with me. Or actually, praise your hover. I knew I had, I was sitting up here. I was like, I got an extra device. How am I going to use it today? Praise your hover. Use it for this. <laughs> praise your hover. I was sitting up there. It's like, man, stuff is not going well. I didn't even think about the fact that I literally am sitting here with this device that I could be using. Praise you So we're going to do something. This is something that I, uh, this is why I suggest sometimes you get a Bible app or something like this. I'm going to show you how I would use it in this case, right? All right, we're going to look up remnant, right? In your Blue Letter Bible, I've told you, you can go to blueletterbible.org. Uh, blue is in the color letter, like you're writing a letter to somebody. Bible, like we're reading the Bible, right? Or you can you can have the Blue Letter Bible app, right? So I'm using the app, but you can use it online if you're using a computer, whatever the case might be. Blueletterbible.org is where you want to go, right? So let's, so so watch this. So let's go. So and then all you do is type in remnant. This is all I'm doing. I'm showing you this because I want us to be, you know, I don't know if you'll be able to see, see it. Oh, OK, you can see it. Um, right. I, I literally just typed in remnant. Right. A bunch of bunch of scripture popped up uh, with the word anything that's got the word remnant in it. Right. I have a King James version on here. You can use different versions if you like on here. And I'm going to just scroll. Right. Um because because we could find a, a bunch of different things, right? So, for example, we could find Ezra chapter nine verse fourteen. First Corinthians chapter eleven verse fourteen. Okay, if, all right. I, I guess it's a challenge already before you even comprehend what I'm saying. But okay, all right. You want me to go there first? Is that is that would that work for you? And then I can go back to what I'm sent to do. No problem. All right, we got to stop everything. Let's go here. No problem, I guess, because you feel like I'm attacking. And so it's like, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14, which, by the way, is something that's not even talking about Israel exactly, right? Because he says, this is not our custom. So he starts talking about them in 1 Corinthians 11, the Corinthians and what they're going through. And then he says, that's not our custom. He says, this is what I left for you. When you get to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, meaning he's not even really talking about Israel there. He's trying to use something as a parable for what they do in their lives and then says, Hey, this is us. But let me go ahead and stop everything. Right, we'll go there real quick because I I think at the end, if you give me a chance, you might might realize we're on the same path. But let me agree with you quickly. Let's just go to the scripture and let's 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 squash whatever this seems to be going on. Right, First uh, Corinthians chapter eleven and verse fourteen. Right, that's what that's I think that's what was said. Is that what was said? Let me make sure I scroll down to it. That's what we. What is it? What does it mean? Okay. Or is it four? Sorry, let me make sure I got the right one. Is it 14 or four? 14, right? Okay, that's not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair. Oh, yeah. So that's exactly where you were. Okay, so you were going there. But once again, so so let's read this. You ready? Are you still with us? You should be because it doesn't look like. 
All right, so is this Josh? Is that the name? All right, Josh, let's read this. You ready? You ready for this? And then maybe I can go back to what I'm talking about. All right, you ready for this, Josh? All right, here we go. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. Therefore, I'm in a bad position because I have long hair, right? But let's keep reading. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given for her a covering. But if a man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom. Can I say that again? <laughs> you ready? Don't just read the part that you like, right? You want to read it while I'm saying it? I'm going to try to read it while I'm looking at you, okay? I'm going to try. It's going to be difficult for me, but I'll try to do that, okay? You ready? This is exactly what's here. So starting at verse 14, you see verse 14 is up top. That's where you said 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. All right, time out, time out. Nope, you're still not listening. Do not even, doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given for her a covering. But... If any man seemed to be contentious, that would be you, Josh. That would be you right now. You're contentious, right? You're, you're upset that I have long hair? Okay, but if any man seemed to be contentious, we have no such custom. We have no such custom, neither the assemblies of Elohim. So, who is he writing this to? The assembly of Corinth, right? Not to Israel. He's talking to Israelites who are dealing with Corinthians who have these questions and all this stuff and they're having an issue with something. So he uses the Corinthian culture to tell you something. He says, okay, but just in case somebody's contentious like you are, right, and is angry about this, he says, we have no such custom, Israel, neither do any of the assemblies of Elohim. So if that's what you do, he said, I'm trying to show you a parable, how you can use this. But if you have any contention, we have no such custom. And then if you don't believe what I'm saying, just once again, as I said earlier, skip down to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, right there, where it says the Lord's Supper, right? That Then he says, for I, for I have received um, of Yahushua, or of the Lord, that which also I delivered unto you, right? That Yahushua Adon, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. So he said, this is what I did leave you that is our custom, that is our tradition, that is our culture. And then he starts talking about Passover. So you're talking about something that's not our custom. If you want to live by something that's not our custom, feel free to. If you want to cape up for it, fine. But if any man be contentious, Paul says, let him be known as Paul, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, let it be known unto you. It's not what we go by. That's in your Bible. <laughs> That's in your Bible. You can be mad at it. You can be frustrated. And I know they muted you. And thank you, moderators, for doing your work, right? But but this it's you're, you're not reading your Bible. You're reading a piece. Somebody taught you that. You've held it, to, held on tight to it, and now you're so frustrated and upset by it. And if my presence, me being what the Most High says, and keeping our custom is something that bothers you, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Shalom, how you doing, Minister Shanti? All right. Okay. So, back to what we were talking about. If you use the same app, <laughs> and we were to type in the word remnant, right? This is why we tell you, look at blueletterbible.org, blueletterbible app, etc. Right? There's many other apps you can use as well to do the same thing, but there's just one that I, 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 I like to frequently use. And I, you can just type in remnant, right? And you can go through and all these verses will pop up throughout scripture that will tell you about the Bible, right? About the remnant. Okay. So... So, for example, now I miss where I actually was going. Where, where Ezra chapter 9, verse 14. So Ezra 9, 14 says, Should we again break thy commandments 
and join in affinity with the people of these abominations, different culture, right? Um, right? Should we do so and get with these people who are into abominations through things that are not righteous? Wouldest thou, thou be angry with us till thou hadst consumed us so that there should be no remnant nor escaping, nobody left over, okay? So the people who are, who are not into the things that are abominable, the, how you doing, Sister Sabrina? The, the people who are into things that are not um, of our culture, right? We have to keep commandments. And if we do this, we become the people or the nation or even a remnant of the nation. Okay, right? Verse, Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 3. The remnant that are left of the captivity there is in the province of great affliction and reproach. The wall of Yahashadalam also is broken down and the gates thereof are burned with fire. There's a need for a new Jerusalem. For uh, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 9, except Yahweh of hosts had left us unto us a very small remnant, we should have been uh, Sodom and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. There have to be some people left that are keeping the commandments. I want you to catch this now. See what the remnant is, right? But so far, have we seen, watch this, the remnant shall return, even the remnant of Jacob unto the mighty Elohim. Okay, Isaiah chapter 10, verse 21, the remnant shall return, those who are keeping the commandments, even the remnant of what? Jacob. So the remnant shall return, and that even includes the remnant of Jacob, who is Israel. Okay, let's go do, let's, you see what I'm saying? This, this blesses you so much because you can literally, when you're doing your Bible study, I'm not going to stay on this the whole time, but I'm just trying to show you that we can use this, right? Let me go even to Micah chapter 2, verse 12. Uh, I will surely assemble, O Jacob, all of thee. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel. I will put them together as the sheep of Basarach. Uh, um, as the flock in the midst of their fold, they shall make great noise by reason of the multitude of men. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 13, it says, The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity. That means we shall not be lawless. We shall not be the opposite of the law. The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies. Neither shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth, for they shall feed and lie down, and none shall make them afraid we shall not be afraid of anything right so we keep on going uh let, let's keep on going here let's get to matthew chapter 22 verse 6 this is the messiah speaking i'm sorry excuse me this is talking about when the messiah is around right matthias matthew um it says and the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them right and the remnant took his servants Right. Well, that's a different remnant. I won't get into that. Let's I'll skip over that one. Excuse me, because that's a little different. Admittedly, so my bad. Let's go to Romans chapter nine, verse 27 that we've already gone over. Actually, recently, Esaias also cried concerning Israel through the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea. A remnant shall be saved. So the number of the children of Israel, we are like the sand of the sea. Through time, there are so many Israelites to us being scattered. Israel is everywhere, but th there's still a remnant left that must be saved. Okay. Well, Romans chapter 11, verse 5, which is where we get this from today in our scripture reading. Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 8 was our focal verses. Romans chapter 11, verse 5, it says, even so then at this present time, also, there is a remnant according now to what the election of grace or the election of who the most high is. Ooh. So, yes, remember, we just read a scripture earlier that there is a remnant 
even the remnant of Israel. So there's always been a remnant, but there's also people left that are not Israel by birth, but are considered to be the remnant. Okay. We read that in the Old Testament because some of y'all believe there's an Old Testament, New Testament. Okay. Well, we just read it in the New Testament. Wait a minute. Revelation chapter 11, verse 13. And the same hour was there a great earthquake and the 10th part of the city fell. And in the earthquake were slain of men 7,000 and the remnant were affrighted and gave glory to the Elohim at Shamayam, at the Elohim of heaven. In other words, there was a remnant. And when they started to see the signs, they knew what was going to be happening. When we see these signs, when we knew the proper eschatology, when we had the proper eschatology. And due to this, when we see certain things, we become afraid because we realize what's going to happen. And we are going to make sure that we get into a place to where we what? To where we give Elohim glory. As we talked about for early rise of Bible study session, for those who were able to join us today, right? That all praises do. We know that praises are due. And whenever we see certain things, we praise them not just with our lips, not right, not just with our mouths, but our hearts. Right, we're passionate about things when we see certain things going on. Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman. Now remember, who is this woman? We're going to have to deal with this. Remember I said we're going to have to deal with Revelation 12 as well to deal with this remnant? Well, the, there's this woman who has a crown on her head. It was 12 stars. And it says that she's given birth to the Messiah. And at this point, the Messiah has now gone back up. Right. And the devil, the serpent tried to get up there and he had this tail, which was the stars of the third of the stars of heaven, the angels of heaven, the messengers of heaven who had fallen and who decided to follow his way since they couldn't get back up to heaven since the flood. And what is this? And, and they couldn't get back to him. He's kicked out of heaven. Right. And it says, and the dragon, when he comes down, he was wroth with this woman, with this wife, with this Ayazad, with who's mentioned in Genesis chapter three. Right. This wife of the most high. Right. Israel, according to Jeremiah. Isaiah chapter 3, the wife of the Most High, who gives birth to the Son. Isaiah chapter 9, a child who was born, a son to us is given. The government should be upon his shoulders, and his name, his authority, shall be the uh, the ever um, the mighty Elohim, the everlasting Abba, the Prince of Peace, uh, I skip some, the Comforter. And his names will be Wonderful, Counselor, sorry, the Everlasting Abba, uh, um, the Prince of Peace, which is Shalom, right? And then we get to a place to where, so we see the same same woman, and it says the remnant of her seed, the seed of Israel, the remnant that's left, which, and, and what is it that makes us this, according to Revelation 12, which keep her, or keep um, the commandments of Elohim, and have the testimony of Yahashua, right? In this instance, it's not just the testimony as far as what Yahashua did on the earth, but also we have his testimony because who is Revelation written to? If you don't remember this, right? We have a whole series on this, by the way, in our playlist. But when you look up Revelation chapter one, verse one, it says that this is a revelation that is not your revelation. It's not my revelation. It says it's the revelation of Yahashua HaMashiach, the Messiah, right? Given to him by Elohim. And if you go to verse three, it tells you that those who read and follow it and do it don't just believe in it but also have the works to back it up it is for us as well we must keep it thank you for that joseph amen right 
so then we have and then we have even Revelation chapter 19 verse 21 and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse which sword proceeded out of his mouth and the fowls were filled with their flesh now that's a different remnant that's a remnant of those that are left over who worship the devil but today our focus is the remnant who is the remnant that is talking about who are the remnant of the seed of the woman that is supposed to be according to Genesis 3 at enmity with the seed of the devil the seed of the devil the devil has some children left too and he has a remnant but we are the seed of the most high and we are the remnant there's two remnants just like there's two laws we've talked about there's two remnants how you doing brother craig how you doing Tenoshisha? if i missed you coming on please forgive me thank you everybody for coming on hey um how you doing sister yvette right there's two there's two remnants now there's two remnants that we must be aware of. There's the remnant of the seed. How you doing? I have a yacht for life. There's a remnant. That's the seed of the devil. There's a remnant. That's the seed of Israel. Okay. But also, who is Israel now? See, this is what we've gotten into. We've, been, we, we've had to make this plain, right? Israel are those who keep the law. Because according to Romans chapter 9, verse 6, we're still in the same series, right? Romans chapter 9, verse 6 told us specifically that not all who claim to be Israel can in fact be counted as Israel. So just because you were born an Israelite doesn't mean you keep commandments. There were Israelites that didn't keep the commandments that made sure they said crucify him. Would they be considered to be the seed? Definitely not, at least not in that moment, Right? To receive a promise, do you have to do anything? To receive a promise, should you do things that are promised? Should you do things that are forecasted or foreknown? Back to Romans chapter 11, verse 1. Let's deal with this, right? Let's deal with this. Because we also have to realize we're not going to reach this today. But we also, let, let's, matter of fact, before we go to Romans chapter 11, verse 1, let's just show you where we're headed tomorrow. And that way, it'll it'll help us with this. Okay? Because we're talking about, we got to talk about those who are grafted in. Okay? So let's do this. We're not going to focus on this today. We're going to go back to verses 1 through 8. But let's see where we're headed because this will help us, right? How you doing, Sister Shima? This will help us in the, in the direction that we're headed in. Okay? Romans chapter 11, verses 13 through um, 24. We want to make this very clear. I'm going to read it and then I'm going to break down what it's saying. Romans chapter 11, verse 13 through 24. It says, for I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. I've been called to make sure I reach out to you. I didn't want to, but now I, I have to. I'm bound. I'm a prisoner of this. Read Galatians, read Ephesians. You'll get more on that, right? And he was allowed to do this by... Um, John and other apostles had to listen to this message and make sure it was vetted to ensure that it was righteous. How you doing, Dennis? So, verse 13, For I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. I magnify, I focus in on what? Mine office. If by any means I provoke to emulation them which are my flesh and might save some of them, I need... Those Israelites, that some of them that are left who are going to obey the commandments, the remnant, right? Save some of them. For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? For if the first fruit be holy, if Israel was the first fruit, if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, 
so are the branches. Okay? If the root of the tree is holy, any branch connected is holy. So Israel, if Israel is holy, then so is everybody else. If Israel is not, nobody is. Okay? All right, we'll go over this more tomorrow, right? But I just want to make sure we at least know where we're headed. Boast not, right? So watch this. I'm sorry, sorry uh, verse 17. And if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree wert graft in among them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches. You cannot boast against Israel if you have to be grafted into them. Boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Wait a minute. So why, if you're busy coming in with Balaam doctrine to be a stumbling block to Israel, Paul is saying here specifically what? If you boast against these branches, if you say, see, y'all lost this, and now everybody gets in, Israel messed up, and everybody gets in, well, then you have a problem. Because wait a minute, if you boast against the branches, right? You don't partake of the root. If you think that you're better than the tree and you don't and you want to disconnect yourself from the tree, how are you going to get nutrients? Verse 19, thou wilt say then the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. If Israel hadn't lost his position, then why would we need you to be? How would you be able to be grafted in? Verse 20, well, because of unbelief, they were broken off because Israel, we didn't get it together. Remember, we talked about this to where he became a stumbling stone to us. Uh, the last couple of verses in Romans chapter um, nine talks about that, that Christ actually became a stumbling stone to us. And we actually, uh, he became offensive to us because we started going by the law of the flesh. We put our flesh on the law. We had uncircumcised hearts rather than letting the spirit lead us in the law, the circumcised heart. Right. So so verse so verse 51, if Elohim spared not the natural branches, I'm sorry, I skipped. So back to verse 19, thou wilt say, then the branches were broken off, then I might be grafted in. Verse 20, well, because of unbelief, they were broken off and thou standest by faith, not be not high minded, but fear. For if Elohim spared not the natural branches, so if those who were natural in the natural, in the flesh, right, in the bloodline, in the DNA even, if he didn't spare those when they didn't follow the commandments, take heed lest he also spare not thee. Behold, for the righteousness, for Tabah, for morality's purpose, uh, and severity of Elohim on them which fell, severity, but toward thee, Tabah, if thou continue in his Tabah, otherwise thou also shalt be cut off. And they also, if they abide, still are not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in. So if those who are coming in, you have to let go of that culture you're in and you have to come into what the Most High is saying. You have to follow the commandments, keep the commandments yourself or else you cannot be grafted into the tree. Paul has been very consistent. We've been doing this from January January 1st all the way to today, January 29th. And Paul has been very consistent on law, keeping the law, the commandments. The commandments are, are holy. The, the law is holy. It's, it's, it's just we have to follow them and that others who are coming in, they have every right to come in as they did back even in the Old Testament. But they have to leave that old culture, that old mind, that old nation alone and become part of the nation of Israel. Once you're grafted into the tree, then you are the tree itself. Okay. So verse 24, for if thou wert cut out of the olive tree, which was wild by nature and wert grafted contrary to nature into a Taba olive tree. 
How much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? In other words, even though some of Israel got cut off and allowed you an opportunity to come in, Israel can still be picked up off the ground. Shall these dead bones live? Right? Can still be picked up off the ground and be grafted in. If you are even part of that original olive tree, how much more so, and but you can be grafted in, how much easier would it be to take the olive the part of the olive tree that fell off and graft it back in since it's part of the original? This is why Romans chapter 3, verse 1 says there is an advantage to being circumcised. There is an advantage to being Judah. Right. However, we stop following the law. Romans chapter 10, verse three, we got into everybody else's stuff. Therefore, Romans chapter 10, verse two says what? That we have a zeal for Elohim. Israel does. We have a zeal for Elohim, but it's not according to intimacy, to knowledge. So we have to be remembered, brought back into remembrance. We were dismembered, cut off from the tree, and now we're being remembered, grafted in. So a lot of us are being grafted back in. So there's still a remnant out there that needs to be grafted back in. How you doing, Prince? I'm on, right? You, you with me? How you doing, Brother Duane? Right? So there's a remnant that still needs to be grafted back in, whether it be Israel or those who are going to become Israel. But either way, you have to be Israel by following the law. Now we go back to the beginning, right? And by the way, even in your King James Version at the top of it, you know how it has the stuff in bold from time to time. It says Israel, sorry, Israel is not cast away. Israel is not Cast away. That's in bold print. Even in the Christian Christian faith, you have it they, where they put in there plainly. They're telling you, you can't cast Israel away. You cannot cast Israel away. Israel is the root. Israel is the tree. Israel is the fruit. Israel is the seed. And if you're going to be grafted from another wild, what does the word wild mean? Again, he uses the term wild. He's saying that you are not even, so wild means what? Wild, savage means what? They means that you are not part of somebody's community, somebody's culture, somebody's civilization. So even if you are wild, you can be grafted in. But if you were part of the community before, you can easily come back in because you have the stuff in you. Israel is not cast away. Even your Christianity, you believe that Israel cannot be cast away. It says so right here. Why is it that you skip? Why is it they don't teach that? <laughs> Thank you for the love. Why is it that we're not teaching that Israel can't be cast away? And why are they not teaching that when Israel was there before? This is something even on us. Why are we not teaching like we talked about with Ruth? Ruth had to be grafted in in order to even be married to Boaz. She said, hey, Naomi, you're going back. Right. I know you're telling me to leave, but I will not leave your people. The word people means nation. Remember, persons is the plural of person, but people means nation. You can have many persons in a nation, but persons is the plural of person. When you see people, it's talking about a nation. You see, so when it says there's a people coming, there's a nation, right? A nation, a people, a holy nation, a peculiar people. It's saying the word nation in essence twice. You as a nation should be holy and you as a nation should be peculiar. You are chosen as a generation amongst generations to be a royal priesthood. There's no separation, by the way. There's only word for royalty and one word for priesthood. They don't have a word that, that means both. You either, if you're royalty or priest, if you're priest or royalty, then it says you are what? A holy nation, one nation, whole nation, set apart nation, and you are a peculiar people. Your nation doesn't fit in with anybody else's. So if anybody's going to come into this nation... If you want to call people, then want to say, oh, no, well, it's the kingdom of heaven. It's we're kingdom minded. And so this and that or whatever. OK, that's still the same nation, because what was Israel? Kingdom nation, kingdom minded. 
And what you're saying is, is that, and what we do is go against the word. Now we're going to go right here to Romans chapter 11, verse 1. It says it right here. I'm going to try to read it. Ah, it's difficult for me to read it um, while it's facing you guys. I'm going to try to read, try. It says, I say then, have Elohim cast away his people? Elohim forbid. That's the first part. Right? For I say then, has Elohim cast away his people? That's verse 1. Then it says, Elohim forbid. Paul, who we keep trying to say, who's been very consistent, he keeps talking about the law. He says, sure, it's not by the law alone. Grace is necessary. He says, faith and works are necessary, sure. But he keeps being very consistent about this law. How you doing, Gizzard? He keeps being extremely consistent and saying over and over again, law. <laughs> law, necessary, mandatory. Law doesn't give rights. Law protects rights. How are you going to be protected? Now, going back to Revelation chapter 12, remember we said we got to get into that scripture. It says that there is this woman who is Israel and she is separated, right? And the remnant of her seed ends up being left. But she has separated herself into the wilderness. Now, remember we just said what wilderness means. What? Because for the world, we are wild. We don't fit into their civilization, and it says this woman goes and eventually the devil tries to attack the woman. But the clay, right, led by the potter, the clay comes up and, 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 and catches all opposition. It's a shield. The word is a shield. The people of Yah are a shield for Israel. We keep the commandments. And then it says because of that, in the devil being angry because he couldn't get to the, he couldn't get to the woman initially. He wasn't really focused on the woman. He wasn't really focused on Israel. He was looking for who? The Messiah. He couldn't get to the Messiah. He gets kicked out of heaven. His angels are kicked out of heaven, right? Um, so now he starts going after what? The woman. The woman has left this earth, right? Or let, has left the earth civilization. She has left the things of this world. She is now spiritually inclined. She is now doing things that are separated, separate from her. How you doing, Coach now separate. How you doing, Yas Yaswanship? Right? He says separated, and now that Israel has separated, it says that he, since he can't get to Israel because the clay, the word, the most high himself keeps lifting up a standard, and we're living by the standard. How you doing, Anubis? And and because of that, now it says that the devil turns his gaze and he starts looking for the remnant that's left over. Those who have not who have fallen off. And need to be grafted back in, or even those who are going to give up who they once were to be grafted in. Right? This is why it's important that we don't just read pieces of it. We don't just look at little parts that we want here or there. We have to make sure that we are holistic in our approach. Right? Israel is so important that you can't talk about the end of the world without Israel. How you doing, Rebecca? Thanks for being on. Israel is so important that you can't even talk about the end of the world without Israel. What do you mean? Second Estrus, chapter six, verse nine. Second Estrus, chapter six, verse nine. It reads as follows. It says what? It says that Esau is the end of the world. That's cosmos with a K, system of things. Esau is the end of this system of things. Then right after that, it says that Israel is the beginning of everything else. Right? Just why they hide some of these things in these scrolls from us, right? That, that, that Israel is the beginning of everything. How do you get in without Israel? 
I don't need Israel. I don't have to be an Israelite. I don't have to follow Israelite ways. Uh-oh, Revelation chapter 7, verses 1 through 3, destruction supposed to happen. One of the angels says, hold up, don't cause destruction until this group of people are sealed. Who are the group of people that have to be sealed first? Revelation chapter 7, verses 4 through 8. Israel. And then after that, Revelation chapter 7, verse 9, then people of all tongues and nations and kindreds, etc. Then they can come in. Sure, come in and be grafted in, but you got to be grafted into the tree. If the tree's not healthy, then those grafted in aren't going to be healthy. You got to pray for a righteous Israel. And if you think I'm making this stuff up, go ahead and look on YouTube and go and look at some of these other places that, you know, um, you can see the word and you can do these things or whatever. Go look up in, in all these other places and you'll discover as you look in all these other places You'll find out very quickly. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, there's or, you know, on YouTube and look up people saying who's the real Israel stuff. You'll find videos of people crying out from other countries and saying, you guys need to get this together. You guys need to be in righteousness. You guys need to remember who you are. You guys think that you're just this. You guys think you're American. You guys think you're blah, blah. But you don't realize who you are. If you come back to yourself, the world will get will, the, will be able to get back together. We'll be able to follow the most high. And people who are not even you are telling you are begging you are pleading with you. Please get this thing together. If you do, we can all be saved.